This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Layoffs and unemployment not only impact individuals, but recent research shows they can also impact society with increases in property crime and criminal charges. We'll have this story. Some people respond to lost income by committing property crimes. But the other thing we found that was really interesting was that we also see big increases in violent crimes and drug and alcohol crimes. Then, recent studies reveal ways to prevent Alzheimer's disease and cognitive decline. We're all going to die, but I'd rather die very active and fit and have lived to my fullest potential rather than if we just get weaker, we have more aches and pains, we do less, we fall more. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's Info Trap. Stay with us. The show begins right after this. Now, back to InfoTrack. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Job layoffs can be detrimental in many ways. A recent study says layoffs can even lead to increased rates of crime and violence. Our next guest is co-author of this study. He's Mark Votruba, co-author of the study, as I said, and associate professor of economics in the Weatherhead School of Management at Case Western Reserve. Mark, uh, as we start out here, what's the source of your data for this study? Uh, it's, it was a pretty extensive uh, size of a database, right? That's right. The data came from Norway, and one of the advantages of doing this study there was I guess you could say they don't have the same level of privacy concerns where the data collected on individuals is much more comprehensive. So we're able to link people up to the places that they work. We can link them up to their family members, to their neighborhoods. We can see them go in and out of employment, in and out of public benefit programs. And so it's really fantastic for this kind of research where we're interested in how some shock to a person's life affects their later outcomes. There's an old saying, I think, idle hands or the devil's workshop or something like that. Is that a factor that you saw where people just were sitting around with nothing but their thoughts and maybe that led them to, to do things <laughs> Well, they I think that's do? kind of the image that you get, but these are sort of impressions we have to take from what the data is telling us and what the data told us, which we found interesting. And there's a little bit of a backstory to this just because there's other papers that have investigated the effect of unemployment rates on crime, and they've shown that there's an increase in property crimes, which makes sense to economists. Economists had always thought that one natural response you might see to higher unemployment is that people replace the loss of legal earnings by turning to some kind of illegal earnings, which is where property crimes come into play. Our study was able to sort of build on what was already out there because we could actually not just look at county unemployment rates but look at individuals who specifically lost their job. And what we find is that there is this same effect on property crime. So this idea that maybe some people respond to lost income by committing property crimes, that still seems to hold some water. But the other thing we found that was really interesting was that we also see big increases in violent crimes and drug and alcohol crimes. And what's especially interesting is that the increases in these crimes are mostly occurring on Monday through Friday, 
which of course is when most people would be working if they don't get laid off. So it's indirect evidence. I don't want to give the impression we were actually watching these people after they lost their job, but it's at least strong suggestive evidence that this large spike in crime during the work days or what would normally be work days has something to do with, you know, the loss of their regular schedules. Our guest is Mark Votruba, who's co-author of this study on layoffs leading to higher rates of violent offenses and property crimes. And he's also associate professor of economics at Case Western Reserve. Mark, a question about your data. This applies, obviously, to Norway. Does this equally apply to the United States? One fair answer would be we wouldn't know until we could do this kind of study in the U.S., But I would say what our sort of experience would be in other similar domains is that we'd likely expect the effects to be stronger in the U.S. And you can think about this along a couple different lines, is that the Norwegian social safety net is just generally a lot stronger there than it is in the U.S. So losing your job is not quite the same size of an economic shock. You're not going to lose your health insurance. You're not going to lose your home. You're going to have pretty sizable benefits until you get back into a new job. In U.S., you lose your job. It's a little bit more precarious. And so from that vantage point, you would expect the consequence of the job loss to be more severe. So if it's people committing crimes because they're trying to replace lost income, you'd probably expect to see a bigger response when Americans lose their jobs. Or if it's the effect of people who lose their job and become mentally distressed, and that can lead to violence and to alcohol and drug crimes you know, to the extent that the mental distress would be larger here in the U.S., and I think it probably would be. We'd expect those effects to be larger, too. And among these unemployed people, there was even an increase in terms of traffic offenses, right? Yeah, we even saw that. I mean, we had the data even on these, and these aren't like speeding offenses. They have to be serious enough where they would put you in jail. But even there, we did see some increase. We kind of feel that's like a lesser outcome than looking at the violent crimes or even the alcohol and drug crimes. So we don't make as big of a deal about it. And one possibility there could be that you're unemployed and so you're driving around more as you are looking to find new employment. And somehow maybe that leads to more traffic-related crimes. We're not quite sure, but we didn't look at it as nearly as an important an outcome as the others. I realize this is probably not a part of your study. I'm just wondering about your opinion on it. Traditionally, and I emphasize the word traditionally, I think many men view their career and their job as a self-image factor. Do you think that might be part of the issue here? I think a lot of sociologists would agree with you on that, and I think that they're on to something there. That people do take a sense of self-identity, from their occupation and that when they lose that occupation, they can feel like they're losing part of that identity. And I think that is a factor in what causes much of the depression that's experienced by people who lose their job. For someone listening who maybe has had a job layoff, having done this study, would you have any advice for them or any thoughts for them to consider at this time? One aspect with the daily routine feature of this is that probably as much as possible, If people are staying in sort of meaningful use of their time and not letting the disruption of their daily schedule just leading them to sitting around or hanging around perhaps the wrong sorts of people or perhaps in the wrong sorts of places. A lot of the criminal sociologists think that this is a big source of criminal activity is that 
among young men especially, if a lot of them are just congregated and just sitting around and they don't have a lot to do, that that can be a setting where bad ideas crop up. I think minimizing your exposure to those kinds of settings is one thing. I think for our study to give advice to specific people, I mean, I think the best advice I would say is try to pick yourself up and get back into meaningful activity as quickly as possible and know that a lot of people lose your job and it doesn't make you less of a person. Mark Votruba, Associate Professor of Economics at Case Western Reserve and co-author of this study that shows that layoffs can lead to higher rates of violent offenses and property crimes. Mark, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. You bet, Chris. Next, preventing Alzheimer's and cognitive decline. That story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 